Welcome to Michael Stone's podcast. This free podcast is made possible through gifts by people like you. Please consider making a donation through the donate button on the website to help us offer unique audio, video, and text-based teachings on the internet and to grow this community library. Michael's teaching bridges the gap between inner healing and social change by synthesizing traditional spiritual teachings with the insights of the West. To learn about Michael's international retreats and workshops, please visit michaelstoneteaching.com. Thank you for your support. Up next, Busy Streets, Quiet Mind. Well, a busy city street isn't your typical destination for a meditation retreat, but that's exactly where one will be held in Regina this weekend. Michael Stone is a Buddhist meditation teacher and activist. He teaches all over the world, but this Saturday he's leading an urban retreat through the Heritage neighborhood right here in Regina. And Michael joins me on the line now. Good morning. Good morning. What made you want to lead an urban retreat? Well, for most of my life, I've learned meditation in very contemplative, quiet environments, away from noises, away from the phone, away from the internet, certainly, and with somebody else cooking. And I felt that as a person who's also spent most of uh, his life uh, with my family and also in an urban environment, I thought it would be really interesting to use the sounds and the architecture and the people we meet in the urban environment uh, to be more awake rather than sneaking off to some special place and to to, to bridge that gap between uh, settling our mind and being more aware of ourselves and others and um, our everyday lives. And so what will you do in an urban retreat to help people with that? Well, we're going to begin by everybody meeting together and exploring what it means to be awake, what it means to pay attention to our breathing, how to slow down our walking and pay attention. So we'll do various exercises. And then we're going to walk mostly in silence uh, all through the Heritage neighborhood and other areas of Regina. We're going to have lunch together and we're going to continue all afternoon doing the same thing. And the day will also be punctuated by times where we sit down together in small groups and and explore what's happening for us. What are the biggest challenges to being present in a busy urban environment? Well, it's funny you say that. I actually think the biggest challenge is the same challenge we have trying to be present at any time, Hmm. especially now when all of us know or feel that somehow being online all the time and using technology has really changed our brains. And in a way, it's it's harder to keep our attention sustained. And I think that, you know, what happens is anxiety increases, stress increases, and of course, you know, symptoms that may have been in the background psychologically tend to increase when our stress levels are higher. So we're going to use our bodies, we're going to use other people, we're going to use the environment to, to start to pay closer attention to what's actually happening. And I think whether you're in a more contemplative environment or you're in the city, you know, it tends to be the same stuff that, that keeps us distracted. So I don't see why the streets can't also be a place for us to, to find peace. It's true. The biggest distraction for me if I try to meditate is always in my own head anyway. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and also, you know, for many people, you know, leaving their city or leaving their family is just not an option. So it would, you know, I've always felt it would be interesting to, to sort of turn the idea of retreat on its head and say, well, instead of retreating, why don't we actually just plunge in to, to, to the details of what's happening every day, but with a, with a finer attention, the same way that if somebody wanted to paint a neighborhood scene, they would have to really immerse themselves or embed themselves in the neighborhood. So it's, it's, it's not separating out from our experience. It's really becoming closer to what's, what's really going on in the city. Yeah, well, it's a more practical option if we can learn to do it where we mostly reside anyway. But one of the tips that I've heard for meditating is to imagine something like a leaf falling into a stream and then just gently floating down. But what if you're walking in a dirty, busy city with people zipping around you on their skateboards? What do you, what do you, what do you focus on to stay present? Them? <laughs> Well, it's a combination. It begins with our own body. So we're going to be doing slow walking meditation. So that means feeling our feet on the ground, feeling the body, breathing very naturally, and then keeping our eyes open and just noticing what we notice, but noticing also the way the mind tends to add a lot of drama to our whatever we're experiencing. So usually, you know, if you see somebody who's very different than you, or you see a building you don't like, or you hear construction sounds you don't like, the tendency is to have a kind of reaction and then to add some drama to that reaction. And then that drama can go on for hours, as we all know. So, so the idea with walking meditation is we're going to walk and pay attention to our bodies and minds in a way where we're going to pay close attention to our reactivity and, and learn techniques for interrupting the reactivity, which is exactly the same thing one would do sitting on a cushion in a monastery or walking a labyrinth at a temple. It's just we're going to be doing this um, in the streets. I know you spend a lot more time than a, a you know a quick phone conversation with me, but what's your best tip, Michael, to stop that reactivity when, as you say, you start going, uh, you know, your mind starts swirling about that construction is really bothering me, and oh, by the way, I have to do this, and your mind just rattles off down the road somewhere else away from the present. I think to remember that, first of all, our bodies are always grounded. So even though our minds may be spinning in various repetitive loops, our bodies are always grounded. So I always remind people to pay attention, first of all, to their breathing. Not to change the breath or do any special kind of breathing, but when we get reactive, first of all, to settle our mind with our breathing. I think most of us, we try to settle our minds with our minds, you know. Yeah. How do I quiet my mind, you know? <laughs> so it's like thinking about the body as just the other end of the stick, so to speak, and, and settling the body to start to settle the mind, because I think all of us know that when our bodies feel more settled, we feel more embodied and we feel much more awake. And what about those smartphones and all of our all of our devices that you mentioned off the top that are just ubiquitous in, in modern society? What's your advice for us when we're out in, in 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 the city? You know, you see a lot of people looking down as they walk. Just put it away or what ought we to do about that? Well well I love technology. So so it's interesting because on the one hand I love technology and on the other hand I don't love what it does to me and I don't love what it does to our social interactions. So I, I always say to people, and this is sort of what I try to practice at home and with my family, is even though we embrace technology, have times where we also know how to put it away. So, 
in our family, we don't use uh, our phones and our email after we have dinner, for example, so we can spend time together. And also, I think that when we have formal times during the day where we say, you know, I'm not going to use the internet, for example, then when we go back to it, we have a little bit more or a little bit less reactivity. And I think that's the key to using technologies to say, okay, right now I'm really caught in, you know, boredom or I'm, or, or, or I'm being driven by loneliness or I'm being driven by craving and, and being able to see that so that it starts to change the way that we approach technology. So, so that approach, I think, is key. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you. I really look forward to coming to Regina this weekend. We look forward to having you. I'm going to try your tips on my walk with my dog this afternoon, who in himself is a great help. Let me know how it goes. I will. Michael Stone is a Buddhist teacher and activist. On Friday, the Regina Public Library is screening one of Michael Stone's films. It's on from 6 to 7 o'clock in the evening. And then right after that screening, Michael is giving a lecture on mindfulness and social change at Knox Metropolitan Church. That's from 7 to 9.30. On Saturday, he's leading Sit Up Heritage, an all-day urban retreat in the Heritage neighborhood. Information on both of the events I just mentioned can be found on Michael Michael's website. It's Michael Stone Teaching, all one word, Michael Stone Teaching.com.